welcome to the Life with B podcast, a fresh perspective on modern living. Hello, welcome. Hey, Bridge, how's it going? Good. I really love doing all these spring and summer podcasts. These are always way more fun for me, of course. Well, but I feel like you love every season, even though you claim that these are your favorite. You're like, oh my God, I love the holidays. I know you're right. I do. Maybe you just don't like the three months preceding spring. Yes. I really enjoy, I do enjoy the change of seasons, but I am very impacted by the weather. As you know, as I mentioned all the time, Yes. Um, by the time May weather rolls around and we're talking about gardening, I just get really pumped. Good for you. Probably when I walk into Petiti's garden center, mm-hmm. it's probably the level of excitement you get walking into like Bergdorf's or something. Yes, correct. Like, She's like nailed it. Jason home or something. When Barney's was Barney's, that's how I would feel. Okay. Right. And I go in and I'm like, oh, the world of possibilities in here. Oh. The last 10 minutes. Wow. And I get a little overwhelmed. Do you go with a plan? Stuff. I do. I usually make a list in my phone because uh, you just get derailed. Yeah. yeah. It's just like anything. So the biggest thing per usual, my advice always on these kinds of things, when we're talking about spring gardening and getting your yard ready to look fabulous for the summer is it's really all about preparation. Once again, preparation prevents piss poor performance. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. All the things that we need to be doing in May in order to make our yards look fabulous the rest of the year. So when do you officially start planting? Is it mother's day? Officially for annuals. Mm -hmm. Now I think in, in like April, you can do pansies or phlox, a couple flowers that can withstand some frost and those types of flowers, you can have up to five frosts and they'll still be okay. So they're frost resistant. You know, I just feel like that time is so short lived. I'm not a huge spring bulb person. I just would rather delay the gratification a little bit. Okay. You know, go big for summer. Is that why you still have your Christmas decorations up outside? Um, I'm joking. Oh, okay. I mean, (laughs) no. I took those down. I know, obviously. Do you have yours up? No. No, well, I do still have those evergreens. Okay, that's all right. That's like, okay, fine. I did more wintry stuff from my window boxes. Okay, so spring things that you really need to be doing. And when I'm talking about the yard, I'm talking about our beds for landscaping and getting those ready, whether we are talking about for flowers or for doing shrubs, it's really important to prep your beds every year. And my favorite element that I like to have done perfectly is a nice clean edge along the okay. bed. Okay. A flat spade that you use and you go through and you make a really nice sharp edge. I love the clean delineation. It's just clean lines. It's the exact same. It's an extension of the inside decorating style that I like. It's a clean line, clean, clear delineation between your mulched bed and your perfectly green grass. Wow. That's my favorite. And you like to do this? No. Oh, okay. Um, I've, I always have done it. I know how to do it. We have the tools. I do it all the time. It just depends on who's around. My husband does it. I do it. Sometimes we have hired people do it. It's not that I like doing it. I like having it done. Got it. Does that make sense? Good distinction. So bed preparation in May is really pivotal before you start putting in all those flowers. Okay. So there's edging the bed and then you need to weed it because all sorts of little weeds come in over the winter. And then of course we need to clean it out from winter debris 
like, you know, all the leaves and the mulch, the old mulch and things like that. So clean yeah. it all out, prepare the soil. This is a time that you can introduce some organic matter, some compost. Oh. Mix it in there a little bit. You have soil is the key to beautiful flowers. Got it. So you're literally dumping a little bit of money into your dirt, mm-hmm. but it will pay off for you. So this is the time of year where I do that. Okay. Okay. The other fun thing, it's not fun, but I was going to say, can we stop calling this fun? Sorry. I know. The other thing that needs to happen is, um, this is the time to prune all of your trees and shrubs before all your foliage comes in because it just makes it harder. So as you're walking around and looking at hydrangea, for example, my favorite shrub, you know how it's all those brown woody stems. Yes. I have those those all over. Okay. You can cut them down for sure. Remove the old blooms. Okay. Um, I just did that to mine a couple of weeks ago, remove all that stuff. And it just gets the plant ready to produce all new blooms and green foliage to bloom again, to bloom again. Yeah. So just get rid of the old energy anything old and Brown Mm. and dead. Just get it out. That's what the spring cleanup is all about. I love a good spring cleanup. Also, it's the time to fertilize your shrubs and every shrub requires its own special fertilizer, but I don't know. Sorry. There's plant tone and holly tone that do most of them. Actually, you just buy one or two and they do most of them. You can also hire your company to do this. So it'll be fine. This is also the time that hydrangeas, if you want to make the blooms be really blue, you can add some more acidity to the soil by adding aluminum sulfite. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. I think this year I'm going to play with that. I have not had a lot of success in that because the last couple of years, my hydrangea have been so new and I was trying to just get them established. And I'm actually, I don't know. I don't think they're doing like as awesome as I would hope just yet. So I think this is the first year I'm going to really try to mess around with that. Awesome. That's something my mom has been doing for years. Yeah. She always, I think we cut flowers from her hydrangea bushes for my wedding because they were so colorful. Sure you did. They're beautiful. Yeah. So they're just very mature. So I think what I'm in a lot of these things, I'm still learning and growing right now. And I'm just sharing my journey with you because I have, thank you for sharing your journey. You're welcome. It's all fresh landscaping at my house. We put all this in, in the last, either last summer or the summer before. So it's not like I have, um, I'm kind of learning as I'm going, as I'm growing, if you will, and just trial and error a little bit too. Okay. So I'm just sharing these tips as I move along. Okay. If you're not into all that, The best thing you can do to add some curb appeal would be to plant planters. I know you have some on your front porch. Okay. Yep. So I think this is where I'm going to start paying attention. This is where you start paying attention. Okay. So you get your really cute pots, right? Mm -hmm. So many cute ones out these days and they have like all the different types of material. I'm now into these like composite ones where they look like they're concrete, but they're not super heavy. Very important. Make sure you have drainage in the bottom of these. I have done this before wrong and it was so stupid. Make sure you have drainage in the bottom of your pots. I actually get out a drill and drill holes because the water needs to be able to come out. And then I think I've shared this once before, but you can throw styrofoam or old pop cans or something. If you fill these pots up with all dirt, 
they're so heavy and you can never move them around. And then again, you have a hard time with all that drainage. So towards the bottom of the pot, throw in some styrofoam or pop cans, or I have like soda bottles or water oh. bottles and put it in there. Then put in your dirt. Oh, okay. That way you can move them. Cause I tend to plant them to pot them. And then I want to move them where I want them to go. Got it. So that'll just help cut down on your cost of your soil. It'll also just make them a little bit lighter and easier to move. This again, you need to use really good soil. This is where it's worth it to buy like the brand name soil. Potting soil is what you want, but like a miracle grow. Our garden center Petites makes their own potting soil. It's worth um, the little bit of a splurge to use that because it has all kinds of fertilizer and slow release granules and whatnot in there. Got it. Use that. Okay. And then do you remember this fun little tidbit from Petiti's called that you want to add a frill, a thrill and a spill? Yes. I was, I was going to ask if you do that Mm. every season or if that was just a Christmas thing. Nope. Now we are back at it, sister. Oh, we want to have something tall in the back or in the middle, like a spike. Mm -hmm. Then we want to have something that's like a mounding plant. Like this is your flowering mound. And then you want to have a spiller, which is like the vines or something that's creeping coming over the side. Love. And of course, I love when these pots, you have three of them together on a porch or two, Mm -hmm. like a high and a low and just have fun playing around with those intersperse in lanterns or something like that in there. And um, I think they're always going to look fabulous. When you're done with it, please wipe off the outside of the pot. I hate when it's covered in dirt. And when you're watering it, please don't let the dirt spill over the side and then just leave it there. Like my kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we know her number one pet peeve. I mean, don't do all that and then just have it be messy. Your garden area does need to be clean as well. You're giving me um, Moira Rose vibes right now when you're saying that. Don't leave your flower pot messy. (laughs) No, do not leave your flower pot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I think I need to go back and watch that again. I'm having a little bit because it's been two years. This was like two years ago in April, May when we. I still um, haven't finished it. No, I haven't either, but I know people have told me I'm like, um, Alexis or, or Moira, and maybe it just hits too close to home. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I could stop it, David. (laughs) I think maybe we should just like binge the last final couple episodes, but I I think that's a good idea. I think I like looked, I was so into it that I was Googling it and following it on Instagram. And I'm pretty sure I saw every scene. I just, the final, and I did love them as a family. I know I did too. Anyway, I digress. So the bottom line is to get your yard looking fabulous in the spring, there are certain things that have to happen. And I do these every year. And the majority of them is really all around your bed prep and getting it all cleaned out, ready. And then the final, and first you plant your flowers. Okay. And then the final piece 
at the very end is putting on your mulch. Oh, so the mulch goes in after the flowers. I knew that. Yeah. I knew because that. Think about it. You don't want to be like pushing away all the mulch. The flowers right. go in and then the mulch. When you're putting in the flowers, just like any sort of design tips, it always looks best to have an odd number and to have the flowers staggered versus just a line straight or yes. two, right? It's like anything. Our eye just right. gravitates towards odd number. Yep. All right. Well, I can't wait to see what you're going to do at your front door. Yeah. My front door, you know, again, it's still a work in progress. Mm -hmm. I love my flower box. I have a really big flower box. Yeah. I get very excited about that. And it always ends up looking fabulous in July. And I love to put annuals in there. I have certain colors that I enjoy and certain colors that I do not. For example, I pretty much only want green, white, and purple. Yeah. Blue with a splash of pink, if I'm being crazy. But when we had somebody doing some work for us last year and he was putting stuff in, I had to remind him about a hundred times, no yellow no red, none, not allowed. I know that other people, that's what they appreciate. And I get it in some houses that looks fabulous for me. I don't know what my deal is. I'm just the purple and white that you had last year was so pretty. Cause like the blues were kind of like periwinkles into purple. It was gorgeous. I think because we just have such a backdrop of green over here. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense. It all works on the color wheel, right? Very soothing to me colors, you know, as opposed to the reds and the yellows that are so warm and vibrant. So that's what I love. And I'm really looking forward to putting those in later this month. I've Mm -hmm. been working like crazy on my bed prep over here. Already? out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, it's okay. I know. So, I just forget. I late April. And then for me, you have to pay attention. I've made the mistake in the past of putting mulch down too early mm-hmm. because you have to pay attention to what all the little stuff that the trees drop. Yes. That happened to us last year. Yeah. All the trees so, dropped after we mulched. You almost have to make a note in your phone to remind yourself because you have, I remembered in my other house and then in this house, I'm still like, oh, what was that again? I feel like there's one more round of something. Oh, you know, okay. it's like the helicopters and then the little fuzzy things. And so why don't you just text me when you're going to do it and then I'll do, do it. We go the first week of June, right after Memorial Day. To mulch? I told my mulch guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I already told him. And then, you know, the other thing is, I guess I'm a big pain in the butt. I only like black mulch. Same. We went okay. through this last year. Okay. So everyone wants to put down brown. It's easier. It's easier to get. It might be a little more cost effective. But I think he explained to me that he has to do all the brown mulch people first. And then because the black like dies the truck. So he's like, <sighs> then I have to go back and do all the black at the same time. So if you're on the black, you know, you have to wait for like, oh, that's hilarious. I was like, well, that works out great because I want to be one of the last people anyway, so that my mulch still looks fresh in August. There you go. You're going to spend that kind of dough. You don't want it covered in helicopters two weeks later. No, you don't. Because I'll go out there and pick them out. You, I could see you with one of those like little a dust buster out there or like a mini blower trying to get it I have it a off. mini blower for my front porch. It's just oh. for me. No one else is allowed to use it. <laughs> And then the giant backpack blower for my husband, for everything else. But my mini one is like, it's only mine. It's small enough. It's like just for me to handle. I keep it. Oliver in my- loves that mini yeah. blower. It's he goes same. and plays with it at my parents every time. All right. He can play with that at my house. I forgot. Okay. Next time he comes over, I'll get that out for him. 
Okay, perfect. So anyway, I'm pumped. I love the summer. I love the getting in the flowers. It looks so beautiful. And I can't wait to share photos once it all comes into bloom. Fabulous. Well, thank you for sharing this growing journey with us. It is growing. Watch us as we grow. Perfect. All right. Well, check us out at thelifewithbee.com and on Instagram at thelifewithbee. Thanks, Bridge. Bye-bye.